We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. This is the start of the Bart Winkler Show, the Tuesday, June 13th edition. This is Tim Shea's portion of the show. Tim Shea, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Tim. Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Good morning to you. And then uh, later in the show, we'll talk some NBA finals. So recording this during Tim's window of hours that he's awake. You never know. And then later on will be the NBA finals. Two separate YouTube streams if you like to consume via video. Thanks to Dan Shaney, danshaney.com with Dan Shaney Insurance. Home, auto, work, he'll help you out. He'll save some of you guys a lot of money already. And I do want to point out that, you know what, just in case I use a clip, let me just take the virtual background off. And look, I'm just in a green screen. And I'm doing this basically so that if I clip something from this, people will know. Because a lot of times, if what happens sometimes is people like, I'll have a tweet and then people will, I don't know this guy, who's this guy? And then they'll see my background and they'll think I live in this lavish house. Like, I really, I don't, I don't know. I thought, Hold on, let, let me get obvious that it's fake, but I guess me, let me click my screen out here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and oh. Tim's in a luxurious oh, this is actually Milwaukee apartment. apartment. So the Brewers have Monday off, uh, which is why it makes sense to chat with you. So we're not gonna we're not gonna talk and then miss a game, and then it won't be it'll still be relevant as of Tuesday morning. But they're coming into this series against the Twins, having lost three to the Oakland A's in a row they call that a sweep and it happened at home now i was on cbs sports radio they've lost four in a row well one to baltimore yeah. before so. so i was on cbs sports radio watching the game live which i know the national audience doesn't care about the brewers but there is like a perverse allure to the a's and so what i was telling people was all right i'm watching this game and i just need to know from you guys like my team is going to get swept by what could be historically the worst team in baseball how should I feel? And ultimately, there's a couple different things. Like, you can spin it however you want. It's baseball, Tim. It's three games. It's baseball, whatever. Um, Dan Needle said this was a low watermark in the franchise. I'll mention that guy later. Uh, but then also, also, like, it maybe isn't a big deal. But then if you're in September and you miss by one or two games, you're going to think, well, you know, it would have been nice if we didn't get swept by one of the worst teams in baseball. And then, two, I think this happened at the worst possible time. Like, if you're ever going to get swept by the worst team in baseball, 
it happened to happen on a weekend where no one's doing anything else. The Brewers are at home. There's nothing else going on. It's not football season. It's not basketball season. This is the only thing that gets our attention. It's at home. It's not like if this happened, even, even if this happened next week, but in Oakland on the road, nighttime games, people don't care as much, but this happened at home. So I think that, I think that everything's kind of part of this. I think that it's baseball, things happen. I think that people are overreacting. And I also think that it's pretty embarrassing. So I think there's a lot of everything going on here. And I, can't, I haven't settled on like one take on this. My, my thing is I'm going on the more of the, this is embarrassing. This is terrible. Come on. This is the worst team. I, historically the worst team. Like they're ERA pace for that for sure. There's there's one team that they might be better than on what they're on pace for, and it was a team called the Cleveland Spiders, and they played in the 1800s. They played two centuries ago, 1899. Uh, their ERA is plus eight. Like it's eight eight like eight point five something. I think or it's just it's terrible. You couldn't even get one win against this team, which is, which, I don't know. It's, I still think the Brewers are going to win their division. I still think they're a good team, but after seeing what, what kind of numbers they put up this weekend, this past weekend, terrible. Plus, thank you, uh, the guy I was doing it with, uh, Manny Rodriguez, uh, he was, he was producing the show. And I said, how, how should I feel? And he goes, you play in the middle of the country. Everyone that plays in the middle of the country right now, baseball sucks. So you shouldn't feel that bad. Everyone over there sucks. Yeah, the so, two worst div- the two worst divisions are the American League Central and the NL Central. So the Brewers are going to see one of those teams in the Minnesota Twins. I did listen to some of Tim Allen on Sunday. <laughs> and he had said that Tuesday's game against the Twins here, is the biggest game of the season. Shocking. <laughs> Which I do love, Tim. Uh, he does use the biggest game of the season card 12 to 15 times a year. Uh, he does do that. But I don't know. I don't know how big it is. Um, you know, they, they were taking calls about how you need a players-only meeting and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know that we have a handle on this team. Again, there's still a lot of people that are hurt. I think that – I think, like, this team's not very good. They're average. They're an average team. This is yeah. how they they're, – they're lucky they started out the way they did. And here we go again. I feel like we say this every year. And it was only – this, this is a much smaller winning streak that they were on. You know, usually, what, we're used to, like, 22 and 5 or something in April. I mean, they started out 8 and 2 or something like that. So, just because of that, that's the only reason – why this team's in first place. If they didn't start out like that, if they started out two and six, three and five, something like that, we could be four or five games out of first place, three or four, four, four or five, six, seven games below 500. We're two games over, one game over, second place, one game out. So, yeah, not even a first place team, the Pirates. I, I uh, guess we are, we are a second place team now. But so we look at the Pirates and they lose two or three to the A's and we laugh at them. And now we're like, oh, God, I wish that we did that. A's are on a five-game winning streak, Tim. I don't think they're that bad. I know. They're just 
the Central is not a good, good league. And the A's are apparently approving that. So then it's like, people should be like, losing to the worst team is always bad. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm not trying to, I do think it gets more attention because of where it's at in the schedule. I, I do. Um, so losing it at that point is going to bring on more attention. But I don't, like, the, the the amount of anger you feel, I guess, would be towards what your expectations of the team are. Do you think this is a team that is good? If you think they're a really good team, a, a contending World Series team, then you got to be furious. But if you think that they're already – I think they were already an average team. They were like – they were like a lot of teams that this this era of the Brewers have had is where they've got good this, couple good that, and then they need like six or seven guys. I mean, Jesse Winker is Hunter Renfro is, you know, who else? Uh, Jesse Winker is not Hunter Renfro, by the way. I know, but we – so yes. Hunter now with uh, the Angels is having a really good year. But it's, it's plucking these guys that are kind of journeymen and trying to see, all right, will it happen? Will it stick in Milwaukee? Like – we think fondly of Eric Thames and Jesus Aguilar now of Rowdy Tellez struggles, but those guys also were those kind of guys. And the Brewers don't have like, and they're trying to with Mitchell and Terang and, and some of these guys, but we don't really have a core group of guys. Yelich is the core. Adamas has not been here that long, and he'll probably not be here much longer. Urias, we had Colton Wong, we have Brett Anderson. I mean, what the Brewers have been trying to do is They've had a, they've had like the back end core. They've had a few starters core. They've had Yelich, but everything else, it's like a constant churn of the roster trying to find guys. And if you have guys that will, you know, have career years or above average years, you're going to be an above average team. The fact that the fact that you can, you can't even have the conversation right now. Who's their all star? Because it's Devin Williams. You can't say anybody. There's nobody else that comes close, and there's nobody else. That's even in the conversation, Burns included. So that they're an average team. Luckily, they're in a below average division. And I think that if you're going to watch this season with any perspective, it's got to be all right. Well, you know, but again, with the average team, we've seen average, their, their default is average. They can play a lot worse than this, mm-hmm. but they can also play a lot better. That's just the range that the Brewers have been in these last few years. Now, there could be bigger expectations. The Mets are under 500. The Cardinals are 10 games under. The White Sox are 10 games under. So it could be a lot worse. I'm just saying, like, it's it's a long. I, I think it's going to get guess I'm worse. I'm saying it's a long season. I guess. I think it's going to get worse before they come back up. I really well, do. Well, I, I see. I don't. I don't want to put false like like I always say. I wish the baseball season had more stakes. Like it's so long, not Omaha stakes, promo code Bart. <laughs> I've been in the search bar. A lot of people have been picking that up for Father's Day. Thank you. I don't want to put like more pressure and 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 say this series is weighted more. You've got the Pirates coming in next weekend, the Diamondbacks are coming here. Uh, you go to Cleveland, but you got a three-game set against the Minnesota Twins. Is this series bigger because of two, what happened? Two games. Oh, just a two-game set. It's just Tuesday, Wednesday. Off, oh, off doing that bullshit again? Yeah, off Monday, Thursday. So, oh, God. It's a good All chance right. for our friends that, that watch uh, in the northern part of the state to go see. And oh, it, will yeah. be inter- it will be interesting to see how many Brewer fans are up there. It's a border battle, Tim. That's a good take. That's a good take of the border battle. The I-94 series, right? Yeah, I-94, yeah. 
It's a good take. This will be a good take to see uh, how many Brewer fans are interested in this team. Usually they get big crowds up there in Minnesota, so. Well, as long as the weather's nice, I mean, it didn't look like there were big crowds there this week. No, it did not. It well, did they're not. trying to change that. I got an email as we were talking about the upcoming theme nights. Yeah. What's coming um, up? Oh. Saturday is Indiana Jones Day with a Craig Council bobblehead. Okay. And Sunday, City Connect bucket hat. I may take my kid for a little bit on Saturday. Okay. Not for the whole game, but, you know, we drive by the ballpark enough and – I'm always like, do you want to go back there? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to go last week, and it was Sesame Street Day. We missed the we missed the Cookie Monster bobblehead, which yeah. I'm sure on eBay is priced way too high. I still – I went to go buy an Elmo one from last year. If I had to guess, 50 to $75 for Cookie Monster, at least. 50 oh, yeah. to $75. Gobble up the tickets. Put them on eBay. Um, Let's see. Eh, 50 bucks. 50 bucks, yeah. The best is that I don't see any with Cookie Monster here, but Elmo, they just flat out take the picture. You can see it's in their lap at the ballpark. They get it, immediately <laughs> sit down and put it on eBay. But then there's also Friday night, which is so it's golf night, but I feel like it's being marketed as Paige Sporanic night. Is that why I'm like I'm not into this. Why well, am I not she's she's the bobblehead, right? Right, and she, I'm assuming she's going to be there. I would assume so too. Yeah, she's got. And yeah, throw the first pitch. Yeah, and she's like a social ambassador, and that's fine. I'm one of those things for MKE Pro Soccer, fam. The Bre- I think the Brewers need one of those to fix their social media. I will stop saying Goodland. I've been saying Goodland United. I'll say Goodland. Sorry, I I was trying something. It didn't work. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Why? Wh- is your uh, burrito done? Huh? I heard some beeping. Oh, I think that it was a car outside. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have uh, thoughts on Paige Baranek night? Uh, good for her, I guess. I, I Good for golf. Why don't I like it? I hate it. Why? Because you're mixing two sports together? I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it's their ex-golf thing. I don't know. Because it has to do with X-Golf, and you were a hater when I, X-Golf when they were building it. Hell, you started talking about Paige, Paige Sporanic Night back in the day when we when you were on the radio. Yeah, that Which, is back in the day now, isn't it? You, you still are, I guess, but I meant back in the day locally. I'm just thinking, why go to why go to Miller Park to hit some balls when you could get a golf simulator? Right I now? wish we could get numbers on like how many special ticket packages are sold for these theme nights. You know, just call Rick's office. He'll tell you. You don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) Hey, Rick, how many tickets you sell? Who is this? Uh, It's uh, it's uh, Bud Selig. Oh, hey, hey, Bud. Fifteen hundred. I should call. I'm Tim from CBS 58. Uh, How many special ticket packages have you sold? How many page? I want to call her Spage. Spage. How many pages bobbleheads have you sold? Call as part of the news and say we're looking to do a story to increase. We're going to give you some free pub. How much do you need sold? You say, how much do you need sold? And he'll say, ah, we sell about 40% of inventory. That, that's a way to okay. get All around right. it. All right. I also want to remind people that if you're upset about the Brewers. Um, upset like 
for the weekend or overall? If you're if you're ever feeling anything about a sports team, okay, uh, you should know that it is just a game. That's what Ted Davis wants you to know. So there were two guys tweeting over the weekend uh, Sunday night. I don't I don't get it. I don't get why I don't get what it is. These people retire in Milwaukee, and then instead of like being happy and enjoy retirement, constantly try to stir shit up. Or, like, are angry and bitter. The thing Dan Needle said to Brett in Tosa, and uh, Dan has me blocked now, of course. Well, because I ripped the, the Taco Bell post was ripping on his post from a month ago. <laughs> and uh, Ted, Ted's blocked me forever. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. But so here's, here's what Hunter, our guy Hunter at the game, said. He said, A texter into the post game show to the game. I'm going to crush some Culver's flavor of the day to get over this loss. Hunter says, keep being you, Wisconsin. Innocuous, innocent. The guy's like, man, this sucks. I'm going to have some ice cream. <laughs> Hunter's like, Wisconsin. We always we always turn to our Culver's, don't we? I'm going to tweet that out. Do, 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 done. Ted, Ted Davis. Ted Davis. Bitter Ted Davis, who got fired like the week before his, of his retirement age. So he's, got a, he's on a crusade forever because... I don't know. Got guy, well, guy, Ted Davis, who also lives in Texas now, not in Wisconsin. The guy, the guy, the guy was like a year away from retirement age. He acts like he's Aaron Rodgers, where he thinks he just came off two MVPs and has more years in the tank, and the team wanted him out. No, they moved on. People move on all the time. Anyway, so Ted sees this. Ted says. Please stop feeling bad when your team loses. They don't care about you. They just want you to pay the $14 beers. When your team loses, it doesn't affect your life in any meaningful way. You'll be happier when you embrace this. Treat it like a show on Netflix. So first of all, this guy that texted wasn't going to harm himself, wasn't going to harm others. He was going to go eat some yummy dessert. And Ted took that as an opportunity to preach to people that you shouldn't like sports, that trying to cope after losses is bad. He then later says, Ted Davis does, about why losses don't matter. I called NBA games for 37 years. My team's lost more, nearly 1,500 games. In 2019, when the Bucks lost game six, after being up 2-0, that was a bummer. But I found hot pizza in the press room Took the sting out of losing. Went home, woke up the next day happy with life. So Ted Davis, former Bucks announcer, sees someone upset about a sporting event and to cope with it, ate food. Tells people, don't deal with sports like it's life or death. Tells people, the way I cope with losses is eating food. What the fuck am I missing? He just contradicted himself. What am I missing? No, I don't, I don't know. And then his... Well, he had pizza. This guy had... And then Dan Needles. And Dan Needles, former W... Yeah, he had pizza. Former Channel 12 guy. Because Brett and Tosa, our guy, is like, you made a living covering a team. We like sports. What's the big deal? Yeah. Dan Needles goes... Again, Dan retired. 
He's living the dream. Mm-hmm. He goes, son. Son. I hate when people, ugh. Listen here, son. Talk while you sit quietly at the kids' table, you don't know Ted and have no clue what you're talking about. When you accomplish what Ted has, then we might give a damn what you think. All of this. Because okay. someone texted Tim's show on the game and said, the Brewers lost to the A's, worst team in Bay. Dan Needles himself said it was a low watermark for the franchise. And now they're on a crusade about who can and cannot be allowed to talk sports because some guy wanted an ice cream cone. So I insert myself into this drama, <laughs> which I need to stop doing. Yeah. I wonder, Tim, I wonder if I'll ever have a real job again. Like a it's nice what, It's what you do. But I can't stop. There, this is an injustice. These people, even if it makes me look bad, even if my, my philosophy, and this is bad, but even if I... If somebody doesn't think they're in the mud, I will go into the mud with you as long as they realize, oh, yeah, I was in the mud. I will I will tweet at the expense of myself just to get people to realize that they are stupid. But it never works. No one ever realized they're stupid. And then people are coming in defense of Ted. Well, Ted's right. Uh, some people take sports too seriously. We shouldn't do that. The guy said he was going to go eat fucking dessert. <laughs> Dessert! I know. What are we doing? These guys maybe just need to go back to work or something because they have too much time on their hands to go after people that want to eat dessert and have some pizza. I mean, I tell people how to fan all the time. But I don't tell you not to be a fan. Correct. And you know, like... They were texting each other like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. let's go know. after this one. Did you see what this big laser said? I was waiting for, <laughs> I shouldn't say this. I was waiting for Drew Olson to, to write something. Because, <laughs> you know. Oh, did he say anything? I think he's. No, so, he was... did he chime in? Uh, I don't know yet. No, I would, I would assume. As of us conversation, he's been talking five five days. I would assume that he, uh, you know, would agree with the other two, you know. I don't know. Because I, I he's been in, he's been in the business for so long. I guess I, I guess we'll have to know. Sorry to bring his name up. No, he, I mean, I, I, just, I, 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 I want to promote. I want to help. I, I feel like that that uh, he that's someone who would agree with the other two cranky ones well i don't know he isn't retired yet maybe this is a thing that happens once you go through the retirement portal possibly possibly maybe maybe they're upset about the a's beating the brewers that would be nice for a change i said he was gonna eat a fucking ice cream cone you know who you need to talk to uh what's his name who eats the ice cream jake not jake uh matt in the falls matt in the falls maybe that was him then someone's like someone's like bart ted wasn't referring to the guy that said he wanted to eat ice cream he was referring to the panic of the other callers oh now you're just assuming ted in his shack in texas is listening to the fucking brewers post game show when he has gone out of his way to tell you he doesn't care about sports 
Get the f out of here. I, I, I feel like I feel like I got, I got, I'm just gonna quit Twitter. Every time I tweet something, I have to explain it now. No, Twitter's better with you. Twitter's no, better I, with. I say you. an innocuous thing about the post game show. Some guys rat me out to Dom at TMJ saying I'm ripping on his whole brand. I don't listen to Dom that much. I met Dom. Dom's a nice guy. I got nothing against Dom. What you got to do is tweet and then tweet what you're thinking after that. And then maybe. I know. I have to. I'm going to tweet. And then if you want it explained, if you're too stupid to understand my obvious joke. I'll, maybe I'll... maybe create another Twitter account and then, you know, quote tweet it or Bart's thinking or Bart's Yeah, thoughts. what I meant. What, what, Bart, what Bart meant. And then reply to that and. I don't know. I mean, people just need to calm down. They take everything too literal. Well, what's new with you? Let me do what I uh, let me do what I keep. I keep having birthday parties and like it's people that I like and but we always get in the same kind. Like the, the dads of the kids, it's always like yeah. So how's it going? Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, uh, you guys got any trips coming up? Yeah, I'm going that? to Madison. <laughs> we know about your trip. <laughs> You're going to Madison. You got any trips coming? You got any trips coming up? Mm. Like, I, I mean, this is, what is this what we're talking about? You got any trips coming up? Yeah, I'm going to trip you as you leave. Ooh, burn! All right, Tim, I love you. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Um. Oh, you got something else? 
No, I was just gonna say. I mean, can can we briefly? I don't. Have you talked about the new uh, Big Ten scheduling and USC UCLA coming over? No divisions anymore. Well, I brought it up briefly. We can bring that up. Thanks to our friends at HappyPlaceHemp.com. Promo code is Bart. Twenty five percent off every order. I talked to Chris. If you want to try every gummy they have with the code, you can try every gummy they have. Three of them ends up being about thirty bucks to try every gummy they have with the sampler packs and that shipped to you for free. And then you find what you like and then you're like, all right, I want to order again. Sometimes you want to order again and it's like, oh, well, I already used the code. No, 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 no. Let me tell you this bullshit. I ordered some stuff online for my father. Look at that. What do we got there? These are the mango. These are the day ones. So when I'm, you know. Yeah. I ordered some stuff for my dad for Father's Day from a website. And I'm looking all around for a code, any code. I'm typing in Twitter for a code. Type, type, type. Send the email or make the order. Then immediately they email. Hey, thanks for your order. Here's 20% off your next order. No, 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 no. That ain't ain't, going to work. Happy Place Hemp, you get the code right away. Every time. Promo code BART. What do you think about the schedule? Badgers are still going to play Minnesota and Iowa, right? Yeah, yeah, those are their two, like, uh, what, rivalry games, I believe. And one of them, UCLA and USC, is one of them coming in 25? 25. I'll tell you this. I was looking, so the reason why I brought it up is because I was, while at work. Planning another trip? I was looking at their schedule and their future schedules. So next year they have Alabama coming in, which is the draw. But in 25, at home, they have USC, Michigan, uh, Michigan State, and I want to say Ohio State, like all four of those at home. It's like, whoo, that's a nice little, you know, with the, with the addition of USC and UCLA, they're going to go out to California once. Every team is going to go out to California at least once, and USC and UCLA will play a run, I think, by 26 in the Big Ten. Still weird that they're going to be there. I know. I'm not even used to like Rutgers being here. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting when I so my dad that always still always says it's weird that Penn State's in the Big Ten and they joined in '94. Yeah. So do you think like because right now it's a four-team playoff, okay? And then they're gonna go to a 12-team playoff, but when they go to a 12-team, the 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 schedule is going to get harder for the Badgers. Yes. Do they have a better shot of making the playoff when it's expanded, but their schedule's harder or a year like this year? I think if they have a shot to win, like this is the year. This is the year that they have a shot to win. Even if, even though it's Luke Fickle's first year, I mean, you've got like Mordecai should be decent enough. Oh, and their backups too. I mean, you have a, you still have a chance to, even with two losses to make it because you won't end up playing in the big 10 championship game. So that cuts a loss out. Obviously, you would imagine that the two teams that are playing in the Big Ten championship game are more than likely both going to be in the playoffs. And that might be it for the Big Ten. Who knows? It depends how good the Big Ten is during those that, you know, particular year. I love it. Like, you could have three or four teams from your conference go. You might see, though, the the downfall of this is that you might see Michigan and Ohio State play two two weeks in a row. That would have happened the last two years. Nobody cares about that. I'm just saying. So we're on their schedule because this is the year. I feel like there hasn't been this much hype since Russell. The Rose, the Rose Bowls. 
So, but the Badgers now, this is this this is an under Christ situation where they always lose a game that they shouldn't, whether it's BYU oh, or Illinois. Th- this year it will be like I think they play either the at Illinois or like at Washington State. Well, they lost to Washington State last year at home. Yeah. I like them to win this year. They start against Buffalo, they'll win. Yeah. At Washington State. Georgia Southern, they're 3-0. At Purdue could be a slip-up. At Purdue on a Friday night. Friday night. And they love their night games at Purdue. Could that be the one? Then they have a bye week. Then Rutgers. Then Iowa. Both of those at home. At Illinois. Then Ohio State. And Illinois. Indiana, Northwestern, Nebraska, Minnesota. This schedule, this is the easiest this schedule will be. Probably for the rest of my lifetime. Easiest the schedule you have. Plus, you get Ohio State at home. So yeah, in the next, like in the next, let's say by some act of God, I live for another fifty days. This will be the easiest schedule. They're, they're never going to have it easier than this. Nope. God, I can't wait though, man. I was going to say maybe next year, but I guess Alabama comes in, so that trumps everything. Horvath's already tweeting how many days till college football. Oh, I can't wait. Well, nor well for him, Notre Dame and Navy kick off the year too. So, in Ireland, yeah, God, I can't wait, man. I know that's 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 why I just wanted to bring it up. Get you, you know, get the juice. I'm pumped. I am pumped. I love college football. I do too. I do too. It's nice that the Badgers will have some good teams to come in through. But I think that like the rankings and the scheduling and the playoff. More than I actually like the football. Oh, because they're they're expanding it too. Like this is the yeah, last that's year. What I, that's what I get into. Yeah, I get into what does this loss mean? I li- I like all that stuff. I'm just saying that they can afford a lot during the 12 team playoff. They can afford a loss, possibly even two, depending who they lose to. If it's a USC or Ohio State or UCLA, I mean, I I don't I I don't I guess UCLA is decent. You know, are they coming back all the way? Who knows? Is Yelich back? No. Just because he don't home run. <laughs> hey, one last thing. Um, I still have expired two free low level ticket offers. Expired though. Oh, they're expired? Yes. Those would be those would have worked good if we're trying to get people to a game. I know. Oh well. All right, Shay. Love you. It's been fun, Bart. Be good. Go Brewers. Go Badgers. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A little more Bart Winkler show coming at you. We are talking NBA Finals. And the Denver Nuggets have won 
the NBA Finals. And I don't want to be a salty prick about it, but mm, I feel little to even littler joy for Denver. I don't feel joy for Denver. I don't. I I don't feel joy for Denver. I don't know if that, I mean, I'm sorry. At some point, a Nuggets fan will find this, whether it's live or taped, and they'll say, who the fuck is this guy? And I'll say, I ask myself that every day. Uh, I'll reintroduce you to myself. I'm a Bucks fan who has gone through the small market thing before. And let me craft this. I'm going to craft a tweet here as I start my NBA Finals post-show broadcast. I'm going to say, from all of us NBA fans, congrats to the Denver Nuggets. Sorry that we were so busy watching and being invested in our own teams for 82 games and beyond that we didn't constantly praise your team at every turn. Now we've seen how good you are. Congrats. We'll try again next year. All of us NBA fans, congrats to the Denver Nuggets. Sorry that we were so busy watching and being invested in our own teams for 82 games and beyond that we didn't constantly praise your team at every turn. Now we've seen how good you are, so so there. We'll try again next year. I mean, it's very like me to try to pull, pull cold water on somebody's uh, championship run, but that's that's what I'm doing. Uh, Q says lame and then puke emoji. Very good. Losing fat says I'm happy for Denver. I'm happy. It's a different team in the league winning it much deserved Denver. Yeah. The parody stuff. We're going to see more of this. And I'm, I'm not like, I, I don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not like, Oh, I wish it was the Celtics of Lakers. No, I mean, Denver, look, this is a fan base that for the first time is winning a championship and they should absolutely celebrate. And, and they did, and they were tense and they had fun and, and, you know, it was a ride. I just think that along this championship run, the Denver Nuggets fans acted very immature and very entitled maybe is the word. I'm not quite sure the actual word, but I just, I, they didn't do anything to win over favors. I think if you saw the Bucks fans, maybe we didn't either. Okay. Maybe we didn't either, but how do you not root for us when we got 60,000 people outside? I didn't see any shots at Denver. I, mean, I don't know. I, I saw Sean Payton celebrating. I saw Russell Wilson. You think Russell Wilson gives a fuck about the Denver Nuggets? No. Payton might. He's been there a little longer, more invested in the town. Russell Wilson, Sean Payton? Come on. He's just there to show off his hot new wife. <sighs> Um, you guys can join the stream to keep me from talking, but yeah, we'll talk a little bit, some NBA. Uh, if you're here, this is the second portion of the podcast. I did talk with Tim Shea as well. We talked some brewers, both videos will be available on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream and the audio will be brewers. And then, uh, this, so that's how we'll play that out. 
I don't think I'll get to any Carl's voicemails tonight. Carl's plays voicemails. I do have a bunch that are stacked up. Uh, going to start to trickle those as the week progresses. And um, like Vincent in Anaheim called, and he was happy that I started doing lives for the Brewers. Well, that was like a month ago. But uh, we'll, we'll play some of those. You can leave your voicemails, 402-915-BART, 402-915-BART. Uh, if you didn't get in on this live and want to comment on the NBA Finals or the Bucks or the memories or whatever whatever you're thinking after a night like this, uh, you're certainly welcome to do that. Patty likes my overpriced piano. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, getting a lot of YouTube comments. Ted Davis supporters ripping on my background. And for those of you joining me here at 1010 at night uh, live on YouTube, it is not bright and sunny out in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So you can put one and one together on that one. The other thing with the Nuggets is I, I think that like Michael Malone, I'm not happy for. Uh, I guess I'm happy for Jokic, but I'm not. Uh, like a Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown. I like these guys. I like these guys. Uh, Jokic, I think a lot of my quote-unquote hatred is just the back and forth with Giannis and how I want Giannis to get MVPs, but people want Jokic to get it. And right now, you know, right now, Jokic is going to be number one when you're going who's the best player in the world. Uh, he's had this showcase for the last two months that Giannis did not. Granted, that was because Giannis and the Bucks lost, but Jokic ran with it and was a dominant force along the way. I think what was his worst game at any point in these playoffs? Like 27, 13, and 8? I mean, he was awesome every day. Tonight, 24, 15, and 4. I mean, that might have been his worst stat line. And it's it's amazing. So credit to Jokic. I mean, I think I can I think I think what this playoff has taught me from a guy who thought he didn't like Jokic. Uh, I actually don't mind Jokic. I certainly don't like Michael Malone. And I think uh, Nuggets fans, and I'm not going to blame them too much. I, I think that, you know, this is the first time they're going through it. And we did the same thing. But to constantly be begging. Like, you won a first-round series. The, the problem with the Nuggets fans is they won the first-round series against Minnesota and expected all of NBA media to talk about them then like they're going to talk about them now after they just won a finals. And we saw how good they are. We saw all the pieces, how they fit together. We know how good Jokic is. We can celebrate all their guys. They, Nuggets fans, wanted us to do that two and a half months ago. I'm sorry, Nuggets fans. We didn't watch all 82 of your fucking games all year. We were busy watching our team. And then on national TV, like maybe we'd watch you. You're on the West Coast and you're playing the – Clippers and you kick their ass. Sorry we didn't stay up the whole fucking night for that either. Sorry, Nuggets fans, that we didn't praise you this whole time. And sorry that when we're praising you now, it's too late. Screw you. So that's my thought on that. Uh, Q is happy for the city of Denver and their fans, but what a crap finals. Tonight really was the game to turn it around. I think the broadcast, there was some discussion about this. The broadcast, and whether it was ABC or ESPN or whatever you want, the broadcast and the league, the league did not do a good enough job making this feel like the finals. The Nuggets, the Nuggets and the Heat both earned their right to be there. 
but then they get there and it, right away it did not feel like a finals tonight it did but for whatever reason it just didn't have that same sort of pop or oomph or allure and i blame the presentation which falls on espn and abc and i think falls on falls on uh, the nba like the denver nuggets just won their first nba title and Jokic is out there. I've turned it off now. If anything cool happens, tell me. But Jokic is out there being like, hey, all right, we get to go home. You know? I mean, they didn't, I don't think they did a good enough job letting us know that it was the Nuggets' first championship. So I think I think the broadcast failed in that way. Uh, Beer Baron notes that I said about 20 times that the Nuggets will not win the NBA championship. I was younger then. Uh, I did not watch all Nuggets 82 games. Had I watched them, I would have known. Unfortunately, watching the Bucks games got in the way, so I wasn't able to tell you how good these Nuggets were. And I know that it's hard for Nuggets fans to deal with that, but that's just the that's just the reality of the situation. Brew Crew says it was like watching your younger siblings do the same thing as you and then hating it. That's good. That I like that. That's good. That's good. It did kind of feel like that. You know, a team that has never really been to this point. Sure, we did it 50 years ago, but, you know, and did the Nuggets win an ABA title? That's not even worth looking up. But, yeah, this is this was a monumental day for that city, for that franchise, and we did it, and it was fun, and then they did it. It did sort of feel the same. That whole game kind of felt the same. Bucks went up big right away. Nuggets looked like they might be able to do that. Then it was tight. The Suns had a lead in a good portion of the late second, early third. Then the, what I remember the most about that game, what I remember the most about Bucks Suns game six in terms of the gameplay is when it was like 77 to 77 and Frank Kaminsky was hitting shots. And I'm like, no, we, we, we have Bucks and six ready to materialize in front of our face and Frank Kaminsky is going to come back here and beat us. And it was like 75, 75, 77, 77 maybe 79s, and then the Bucks started to separate a little bit, maybe 4, 6, 4, 8. But that, that it felt like that, and then the, the Nuggets broke away. Now, the big difference, though, was Jimmy. Jimmy Butler was doing Jimmy Butler things, both good and then bad. Stolen by Caldwell Pope doesn't quite have the same gusto as knocked away by Holiday, but a good play nonetheless. Evan Heffelfinger, he comments, couldn't be happier for my pudgy brother, Jokic. Nuggets are a fun team to watch and will be for a hot minute. The best news, DeAndre Jordan has more rings than Blake Griffin and CP3 combined. Now is the best times of the NBA content. Off-season preview season coming soon. On the Bart Winkler show with fan favorite Evel Heffelfinger, Evan, 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 yes, we got to break down some shit. We got to break down some shit. Somebody tweeted me, uh, what a shame. I really wanted to see Jimmy Haslam lift the trophy. Uh, I suppose that. Bucks have the third best odds at 700 on Sportsline. Is it Nuggets, Celtics, or Celtics, Nuggets? And then the, the Bucks. Uh, Bart doesn't care, but the NHL finals also anticlimactic. Yeah, I mean, hockey, I think there's a little more variance. We'll see what happens tonight. 
Um, but it's kind of the same situation. Miami team, eight seed, rolls through their division, their conference, and then gets to the pinnacle, and then and then nothing. Or they fall short. They shouldn't say nothing. They fall short. Heat tonight, um, there was a lot of speculation around Tyler Hero, and I'm kicking myself because I knew all day he wouldn't play. Sometimes, sometimes teams really stress the word available. Sometimes teams really stress the word available. Hold on, I got a comment from Scott. Other than hearing your live BS on sports radio, your Nuggets takes were shit. Yeah, I, I was wrong about the Nuggets. Yeah, I didn't watch them every game. And ultimately, I thought the Lakers or uh, Warriors would get it done. So, I don't know. I've done pretty good with the NBA play. Like, if it matters. I, I don't think it matters. I mean, I, I, I once, when the Bucs were down 0-2, I said they were going to beat the Nets. And then and then they were down 0-2 to the Suns. And I, I fucking started putting on parade chairs. So, like, I, I feel like I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Uh, hashtag uh, farmers. But, yeah, I was wrong on the Nuggets. As far as my lib takes, um, you know, I... I've commonly talked about how the uh, USFL was destroyed by Trump. And that's just fact. If you think that's me being political, that's insane. That happened 30 years before he got into politics in the way he did. What else is lib about me? I told people to wear a mask. I did. wanted people to wear a mask because I wanted sports to come back. Also, this was a really scary disease at the time. And maybe it wasn't for you, but I had an eight month old son at the time and I didn't know what it was going to be. So I was just trying like hell not to contract this thing that we had no idea about. Now, some of you may have been smarter than me at the time and then thought that you wouldn't get sick. Well, I'm sorry that I, I'm sorry that I put my eight month old son as a priority when COVID happened. Other lib takes. Uh, oh yeah. I'm really against when people just get like gunned down at a mall that really fucking bums me out and pisses me off. Anything else? I mean, those are really the only things that I've broached on air that I would have let you known about. Um, I might have also said like jokes under my breath, like just comedy, but you know, nobody understands what comedy is anymore. So, Scott, if you want to, if you want to ret- retaliate or retort, uh, I'd be happy to continue this conversation. Um, spicy bar tonight. Well, I think I think a lot. I think there's a good fact. I, I see it all the time on my Twitters. Oh, this this guy turned political and ruined twelve fifty. It's not really what happened. And I didn't turn political. I mean, guys, I I guess what? Love your sponsors and your contributors. Oh, okay, that was from Scott. Okay, all right, all right. okay, all right. Okay, I just, like, you might be right about what you think about me, but I don't say it as much as I think I get. Scott says gummy time. Now we agree, my man. Happyplacehemp.com, promo code VART. Uh, Cosmo says, you weren't only wrong about the Nuggets, the Bucks too. Yeah, I fucked that up big time. Look, I think that I am a... NBA playoffs connoisseur. I thought the Lakers and the Warriors would go far. I thought that they would advance. That's really all I got right this time. 
I kind of fucked. I kind of, I kind of got these playoffs wrong. Now the Heat, nobody saw that coming. But I did say about the Celtics. I thought they were the only team that could beat the Bucks, but I think anyone could beat the Celtics. I guess that's right. But I did really, really downplay. I did really downplay the Nuggets. And maybe it's just, you know, I didn't want them to win. Whatever. All right. Uh, Drunk Matt Arnold, Ron and Rome. Who are you tonight? Drunk Matt Arnold? Well, I'm not Ron in Rome. I'm Big Ron in Jersey. But Jesus Christ. You know why I said Ron in Rome? Because somebody was blaming me about being political. And that guy would always get on me. And then he quit me. Wow. that I'm sorry, Ron. That was an insane Freudian slip. Wow. That's all right. Same first name. It's all, it happens. Wow. Uh, Brew Crew says, you're not Gottlieb taking up half your show talking about how you're on both sides, but clearly one side. No, I, I'm, I'm on one side. I just, I don't say it all. I don't, I don't, whatever. What's up, Ron? In not Rome. What's with the hat, man? Is that the Flamingo Casino in Vegas? No, it was a Ford Madison FC Flamingos. Oh, what's that? The soccer that team I do soccer PA thing? for. That's a soccer team in Madison. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I didn't watch much of the NBA. Jesus, I feel like a, I'm really sorry I called you Ron in Rome. Oh, don't worry about it, man. Oh, man. I got fucking thrown off. <laughs> Jesus. I remember Ron in Rome. Yeah, he used to call yeah, him. Yeah, he was all great. We had a good time. And then what happened was I started ripping on Elon Musk for buying Twitter. Oh. And then Ron took it. Ron, like, really got upset about that. And then he, and then he, then he blocked, whatever. No one cares. Well, no, actually, I criticized um, Elon Musk on Twitter. This is a this is a good story. I criticized Elon Musk on Twitter because of all the porn bots that I get into my DMs since he I'm bought. I'm more than ever. Yeah, bought the company. I never got porn bots. And then he buys the company, and I get, like, I don't know, three or four a day. And it's... It's weird. It's like all Asian women trying to say that they're new to town and they need to be shown around or they got a stock tip for me. It's just weird. And so I just yeah, said, hey, like the one, the one time someone slips into their DMS that is new to town with the stock tip, you'll, you'll ignore it. That's what sucks. The one time that it's actually legit, you'll ignore it. Cause you think the rest are bots. Yeah. And, um, so I, I just complained to him and I tagged him in the tweet and then he had his minions. So I told someone, um, I, I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but they were down about something. And I just said, Hey man, I suggest you start drinking heavily. And they suspended me for 12 hours because sure. on the premise that I was encouraging them to commit suicide. Oh, you show me that. Yeah, yeah. Like, how is telling someone to drink heavily as a joke, tongue-in-cheek, you know, that's a line from uh, that um, Johnny Depp movie um, where he plays that reporter, um, that famous Rolling Stone reporter or whatever, and his lawyer is always like, I encourage you to drink heavily as your lawyer. And I said, as your Twitter follower, I encourage you to drink heavily. It was tongue-in-cheek. And it, what's wrong, you know? What's wrong with drinking heavily? heavily. That's time. having a good time. That's not committing suicide. And they, they suspended me. And I know it was retaliation. 
Oh, sorry, buddy. I'm also going to bring in Tony in Texas. Hey, let me help you out there, Ron. It was Hunter S. Thompson, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes. Awesome hey, Ron, Ron from Rome, the best optometrist in America's Dairyland. And Ron from West Dallas, a.k.a. Ron from Jersey. I did text our good friend Chris Hero, who said Tyler was playing today. He didn't play. Oh, you did? Well, Tyler was never going to play today. His dad literally told me, he, let's go. Yeah, he's playing. No, I because they kept saying, like, they kept being like, Tyler Hero is, they, like, wink and say, available. So what did his dad, he was in on it? I mean, come on. Well, the the the, the Heats fan theory is that no. he wasn't available, but uh, Spolstra did this to light a fire under Struess and uh, Duncan. I don't know. At one point in the game in the fourth quarter, they're like, uh, the Heat are having a hard time trying to create their own shot. Well, Hero could probably do that for you. He must just not have been ready. But I played him in DraftKings. I still doubled up. I just... Yeah. Hey, well, what's interesting to me, guys, is that you can make a case for, you know, these four top players in the NBA are all foreign born right now. Joker, Giannis, Embiid, Luka. I, I, and I jokingly said I blame the AAU coaches because I am one. But, I mean, it just seems like it's a world game now. And, and the, the, the American star, who's the American star now? LeBron, Curry, and after that, who do you got? Who's the American star? Tatum. Jason Tatum. Wow. I guess. What do you mean? Jimmy. Yeah, but it's not exactly like Bird Jordan magic, you know? Yeah, you know, Tony. Curry and LeBron? Curry and LeBron, yes, but they're on their back end of their career. Wait, do you want to come? Bird Jordan magic. I'm talking prime Bird Jordan magic is like what you're seeing right now. Oh, okay, because like I didn't, Curry, I didn't LeBron and, Curry LeBron in a third is pretty close to that. I didn't set that up right, but what I'm saying is the foreign-born players right now are in their peak, and they're they're the ones that are getting the titles. I mean, Steph got one last year. Kind of got a little lucky, but, you know, nonetheless got one last year. But, you know, who are the younger American stars right now in the league? Tatum? Okay. Marjan? <laughs> Marjan. Who's looking good, right? Professional reset, as you would say. Tony in Texas. Fucking Ron in Jersey. <laughs> you got it right this time, Bart. Cone roller. Hey. Oh, cone roller. What's up, boys? What's up, cone? What's up, cone? I'm getting good uh, play on my Nuggets tweet, by the way. I, I tweeted, from all of us NBA fans, congrats to the Denver Nuggets. Sorry we were so busy watching and being invested in our own teams for 82 games and beyond that we didn't constantly praise your team at every turn. Now we've seen how good you are, so there we'll try again next year. The guy that I keep uh, using as an example for why I hate Nuggets fans, Hardwood Paroxum, retweeted me, so that's nice. Yeah, that's a nice politically correct national Bart type of tweet. Agreed. And but, but is that story really out there? Are, do those Nuggets fans, are they dunking in the average NBA fans' faces over this? I got somebody here telling me that Nuggets fans, who, t- who said that? That Nuggets, like the Nuggets are a, a very soft third for them out there. Like they'd rather have the Rockies win. Mm. I don't know about that. No, Nuggets are not good, Barry. Bronco, I mean, what is it? Bronco, Nuggets, no, Nuggets aren't third. Rockies are dead last. Avalanche, Avalanche, and Broncos have to be first. And then Avalanche or Nuggets, depending on who you are. 
And then I mean, right Denver, Avalanche. Denver is kind of like it is down here in Phoenix too. I mean, you get so many transplants. It's you know you don't have those diehard that's embedded like. Uh, Nugget fan double oh nine says, "Who gives a fuck what you have to say?" I mean, that is such an awful retort on Twitter because you are proclaiming that you do by showing me you're angry about it. You can't if you're angry about my tweet. You can be angry about my tweet. Let's go for all tweets, but you can't be like, "Who cares?" Well, you clearly do because you comment. Yeah, low key, the Nuggets might be the worst NBA name. Nuggets, if you think about it, Nuggets. The Nuggets better than the Packers. We have the worst fucking name ever. <laughs> the Packers, yeah. How many times do you get bunch Packers? What? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My New York <laughs> buddies always with right? me. No, I'm not even I'm thinking about like that. I'm just it's a bad name. Christ. <laughs> Ron, uh, you kind of talked, and then I talked over you. Was there any NBA thoughts you had? NBA, no, but I've been to Denver, and it to I think to Cohen's point, it is a huge transplant city, and there's a great Wisconsin bar there called Swankies. Man, if you're ever in Denver, go to Swankies. No free ads. <laughs> Sorry about that. Well, I don't think Swankies. I'm gonna build Swankies tomorrow. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Denver Swankies would be a sponsor of this show. Why the Wisconsin bar? I could have like a Bart Winkler Bar Network where we got a live bar show. Bart's got a satellite fan base. We're 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 worldwide. I mean, look at look look who's talking right the fuck now. That's true. We got Arizona, Texas, and Jersey. All we need is a Pacific Northwest. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm fucking three, Mister Three Hundred Five Worldwide. That's where, got no one from Milwaukee there right now. I don't know where this person's from. Madison's all over the place. She says, "Warriors aren't winning another ring. They are old. LeBron is old. Kings are young. Memphis is young. Nuggets are young. Denver will be ask. the best team in the West for at least the next two years. KD is trash. Dallas ain't good enough. AD ain't good enough." Facts, but hey, code. Who's in worse shape? Right the now? best team out east, Bucks, Boston. Code. Was that Tony? You got you got Ja with his gun addiction. You got Zion with his porn star addiction. What? Which young superstar is in a, a worse scenario right now? I think it's got to be Ja, just because he's facing league punishment. Zion's off the court stuff though is a tough look. It, come on, especially man. for a guy who has not performed at all in the NBA. Zion's definitely performing; it's just not on on the court. Cone. He, he he must be feeling Zion mode only at night after the MC game. MC says Rockies were ninth in attendance last year in a sixty-eight win season, thirty-five per. Yeah, they get a good crowd there. I've been to a game. No, nah, they must. The only way that happens if you're that bad, you got to be. You got to have like Paige Brannick has to have fucking residency residency there if you're that fucking drawing that many fans. You guys are all going to miss out on Friday. It's Peranic night. But what's what's the expectation with this Nuggets core of uh, Jokic and Murray going forward? Is it is it crazy to think they can get three rings? Uh, well, who are the other options? Uh, Madison just talked about them all. The Kings aren't going to win. No. The Mavs aren't going to win. No. The Lakers are probably one more hurrah, whatever they build. And maybe the they're Warriors, the closest out of those. The Warriors, it depends what they do with pool. 
I, I still say Utah. The if they ever play like a full season. Hey, Bart, when you were on national, I, I called it. The, I Nugget, think, uh, the Memphis is going to lose job for half a season. Yeah. I, I still All these guys are under contract through at least the next two years. Like, if I'm Nuggets, if I'm the Nuggets. Is it dynasty or bust? Hey, if I'm the Bar Winkler in Denver tomorrow is like, he, go, he goes, hey, this is the greatest day of my life. I've been waiting for this for 39 years. Now it's time to get a fucking another one. Yep. The celebration's over as of right now. This is the quest for two. That's how I think they're set up. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is in the comments saying, get Shauna in here, man. Who? (laughs) Shauna. She's like uh, uh, Tony from Texas after dark. uh, Well, yeah, I've uh, not interacted with her. No. Shout out to Shauna. Diehard Badger fan. She's a diehard uh, Lindsay fan. Uh, yeah. She's obsessed with Lindsay. Lindsay who? The guy no, it, on the Badger. It's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> so is, is the Spolstra hype coming down now? Can we agree that he is not no. some oh, come player on. you would take over 30 well, NBA players? I, no, no. Okay. First of all, Spolstra has earned his keep, Cohen. And, and, Absolutely. And I'm, I'm not saying he should be fired. <laughs> no, Spolstra has earned his his. his Definitely his status. And Bart's absolutely right about Michael Malone, who's still a hack. He's kind of like Bud, you know, put an asterisk by that title. I can't believe that guy actually won a title. And we, I just, this is the most I've heard Michael Malone speak the last couple of weeks. And what an, what an idiot that guy is. So, no, Spolstra is still the best coach in the league, Cone. But I Michael Malone's a defending champ. Yeah, so is Bud. He's out of a job. No one has the broad championship, though, Tony. There's a lot of coaches that win titles that don't have jobs. Doc Rivers. Facts. But to Cohen's point, you know, he is the best coach in the league, but the best coach in the league isn't worth the best 30 players in the league. So I'll agree with Cohen there. Yeah, that's that was that Imig with that take. Yeah, I was I was revisiting the Paul Imig draft. Hey, speaking of that, I'll talk to him uh, tomorrow. I will. Big musical guy, Cone. I saw Aaron Rodgers was at the Tony Awards. You want to comment on that? Guy looks like he's enjoying New York. All the credit to him. Hope he's getting right before the season and cheering on the Jets. Right. Well, this is a Packers podcast. He's not our quarterback, so it's not like would we talk about if uh, Derek Carr went to Taylor Swift? Who gives a fuck? I'm not saying he's doing crack in the Himalayas like some people are, but yeah. Well, it seems that the Packer beat is missing Aaron Rodgers because that's all I hear about when I when I turn on the news, my my the internet. It's all Rodgers all the time. I there's ninety Rod- there's ninety guys on that roster. You're telling me they can't find one or two good stories that, that Jordan, I think Jordan Love pressers are boring. Jordan Love, I mean, did he, someone say that? No, but I think that's what it is. I mean, he's a young quarterback. He's not going to say much in a press conference anyway. Yeah, and it like. I think for maybe so I, I can't speak for anyone. I'm not on the Packers beat, but I think like when Jordan Love might answer your question, like, "Oh yeah, Rob." Well, uh, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. But if Aaron Rodgers says, "Yeah, Rob," you're like, "Aaron Rodgers said my name." <laughs> Jordan Love doesn't have that cachet yet. Yeah, I would let, rather listen to uh, Radio Joe radio four hours filling in for Bart and hear Jordan Love for ten minutes. I can't. I can't. Ha- I can't handle that Jordan Love presser cone. It is so bad and boring. 
Well, yeah, just like most sports fans, we we watch, we follow our teams for the pressers. <laughs> well, you obviously need it for sports media. Well, yeah, but none of you guys gave a shit about that. True. When I would play a presser, I I would interact with the presser. I would say, all right, here's what's going on. This is why it's important. Uh, Some of these other shows on my station, the afternoon one (laughs) called the Wendy's Big Show. (laughs) It'd be like, all right, Joe Barry spoke three days ago. Play 15 minutes. Go to Wendy's. I'd be working in a coming back. Rami, what are you doing? Oh, we're we're playing uh, James Campen. What? <laughs> James Campen. <laughs> go, go back in there. Do a radio show. You knuckle nuts. I know Bart's take on Aaron. What what about Cohen and Tony's take? Are you rooting for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets this year? I'm not rooting against him. Okay. I, I will say this: if he starts to bash the Packers more, I I, I might, but. I, when I when I I kind of take Horvath's view on this though. When he talks about the Packers, he's talking about the guys upstairs. He's not talking about Bart, you or me, you know. Tony, you're rocking some guns in that tight Packers shirt, man. You've been on some good dates lately. Yeah, I've been I've been getting out there, Ron. You know, winning basketball games and going out to the bars afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Michael Malone moms from your AU team. Yeah, Michael Malone said we we want more. We want more. Did he? Your bust. That's this, the story. Hey, look, Denver Sports Radio tomorrow. Hey, I, I went from downplaying this Nuggets team to thinking that we are in the beginning of a dynasty. Well, everyone's in a rebuild out west, and I that's I called your national show, and you kind of kind of haphazardly threw it to the side. But Utah gave up too soon, I think. We need uh, Utah. Oh yeah, you did say I, that. I called it. Yeah. I really did <laughs> no, they they hated. Everyone hated each other on that team. <laughs> I don't know what's thinking about Utah, but I thought they gave up on Gobert and Mitchell a little too early. Well, I'm hearing that Carl Anthony Towns is available this offseason. Now, now could we're I, talking. Could uh, I in the uh, West pick him up and be a contender? I, that's the guy we got to look at. And Fred Van Fleet. Let's make this I like Fred. Uh, use, useful and pick this guy up. Get Van Fleet. I do not want Cat. Cat. I'm just saying he could go somewhere else in the West and could shake things up. West is up. I wanted long to see, obvious for obvious uh, reasons. I believe I'm wearing Warriors sweatpants right now. I am. They're one of the few that still fit. But I think that my Warriors and my Bucks—that was a title that we wanted to see for a long time. I, at least I, I want to see a title match for a long time. But I think the NBA now uh, needs—we need a Giannis Jokic Finals. Do do we not? Yeah, we yeah, never got money for the NBA. We never got Mahomes and Rodgers like the NFL wanted. So, yeah, Although, we- even if we had a, I, I mean, I want to talk about this again. Even if we had a Giannis Jokic finals, what would the NBA do to present it? Because I thought they absolutely dropped the ball on their presentation of these finals. I told you that last week, Bart. ESPN I agreed with sucks. you. ESPN sucks on all their all their shit, man. And like, this, was the, this was the Nuggets' first NBA finals. It was. Make it, it was, feel like that. It was terrible. I, I think, like, I don't know what they're doing with that production, but there is no atmosphere. This game actually felt like a finals game, finally. I don't know Ron, why. Ron's like Ron's like one of those shots in the movies where the guy gets yeah. fucking high and then walks around his house. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like. This is my man cave, baby. What are you doing? 
I'm, I'm tur- I just turned the light on, dude, because you guys are all illuminated, and I was in the dark. Oh, we're trying to keep you that way. Yeah, well, now you get to look at my ugly mug, dude. We've seen it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You got you, you, your your man cave looks like a liquidation sale at Legends of the Field. <laughs> There's Mike Tyson right there. He's pretty, he's he's good. Yeah, he, he gave me some good memories. Yeah, no, Mike. I he gave me good memories too. I was uh, twelve years old when all my buddies chipped in five dollars to order Tyson Holyfield, and then for the next four Saturdays we because we VHS'd it and we pass it around and then go to other people's houses to rewatch the fight. That was a big deal back then. Real big deal. Um. Hey, I don't Bart, know what I did with my drink? What? Well, I don't know. Did, did you bash Pat Robertson with the death of Pat Robertson? Because you're the big. Because I'm a what? The big liberal, like people are calling you. Did you bash? We not mentioned Pat Robertson on my de- on my show. Uh, rest <laughs> no. in peace. Okay. Rest in peace. Ran for president. He did. He did. That's I remember cool. that. So, Bart, I took my son to Vegas for game two of the Stanley Cup finals, man. And I, I actually I actually called into Tony's uh, After Dark from uh, – oh, it's almost as big as Bart's show. It's getting it big. is. Yeah. It's it, getting it, big, man. Bart comes on. Huh? It gets big when Bart comes on the show. Bart's done coming on your show. Bart's <laughs> on a temporary ban. I ban myself. I, the best things ever on Tony After Dark is when Bart goes after Dave from Monona, man. That never happens. Yeah, never happens. I'm going to mute you. Oh. Uh, we're not talking about that here. Okay, fine. What about, uh, who's the, Gelb. Gelb's been known to pop in. Zach Gelb. Grant Bills. Gelb, yep. Grant, sure. Had the Bucks. comes into your show? I never yep. saw that. Who's the Bucks announcer, Cone? The female? Uh, Justin Garcia. Oh, Justin Garcia, but the female. Uh, Lisa Bynes? Uh, Lisa Bynes, then. She's been in there. She has. She has. Yeah, we scared the hell out of her. And she Did left. Did she talk? No. She got the hell out of there pretty quick. Um, I talked about this earlier with Tim Shea. This is, a, this, this is the second half of the pod, if you're on the pod. I talked to Tim Shea, then I'm doing my NBA finals. But speaking of Bucks announcers, I would like to try to once again get to the bottom of what Ted Davis was trying to say. Oh, Ted. Oh, I'm ready for Tell this. Tell people uh, how to fan, man. Tell people how to be a fan. Well, here's, here's, here's what I want to say again about Ted Davis. Let me just reset the scene. I know I've talked about this already on tonight's show. Hunter Baumgart of the game. He's a great guy. We, uh, this is a pro hunter show. Absolutely. HP4. Good dude. Um, I'm going Hunter's to. Hunter's got a great radio voice, man. A texter into the post game show. I'm going to crush some Culver's flavor of the day to get over this loss. So, what Hunter is relaying to us, and I'm really going to lay this out. What Hunter's relaying to us is that. Look, the Brewers had a hard sweep against a shitty team. I mean, I'm going to text my favorite guys on the radio talking about it and tell them, guys, this sucks. I'm going to go get some flavor of the day. 
We all have a good laugh. We move on with our life. Hunter puts it out there. Hey, Wisconsin, look at this. What cheers us up better than Culver's? The end. And of all the tweets that have ever been said about someone after a loss of any of our teams, Packers, Brewers, Bucks, that Ted should know, Ted Davis, former Bucks voice, decides to use this tweet to get on his soapbox and say, please stop feeling bad when your team loses. They don't care about you. They just want you to pay the $14 beers. When your team loses, it doesn't affect your life in any way. You'll be happier when you embrace this. Treat it like a show on Netflix. Brandon, uh, who's at TMJ now, he says, treat it like a show on Netflix. Hell no, I was raised better than that. Just having some fun with Ted. Ted then goes, I called NBA games for 38 years. My team's lost nearly 1,500 games. In 2019, the Bucks lost game six in Toronto after being up 2-0. That was a bummer. On the way to the bus, I found hot pizza in the press room, took the sting out of losing, went home, woke up the next day happy with life. So to condense it now, someone watched the Brewers lose, listened to their favorite postgame show, and texted the guys, man, this sucks. I'm going to eat some food. Ted Davis sees this tweeted and says, don't think about sports like this, you guys. It's just entertainment. No one cares about you. Sports are not that big of a deal. It's not life. Let me tell you about this one time when we lost so bad to cheer up, I ate food. I don't understand what I am missing. I understand Ted's unhappy about how his career ended, but nobody has ever been relieved of their duties closer to retirement age than since the guy from Lethal Weapon. Like, you are retired. You are two days away from retirement, man. You're getting too old for this shit. Can one of these embattled Wisconsin or Milwaukee sportscasters that lose their job on their own accord or otherwise just go out and enjoy retirement? Do you have to fight with the Brett and Tosas of the world and be a Dan Needles and say you're not good enough to be at the adult's table and he sunned him? He said son? I don't understand it. Cone. I know you have thoughts, but I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I agree with you to an extent, Bart. Um, I know you don't to like an extent. I think you're, you're reading a little too into it. I mean, it's, you kind of just got to brush it off. Like Gary Wolfel takes it's Ted Davis. He's turned kind of senile. He thinks he's a martyr for, you know, all these old retired sportscasters, journalists, they all think we owe them something because they, produce this content for years and years and they they act like such martyrs when they retire and they can they get out behind company lines they can finally have full freedom of their twitter accounts and they can just get kind of nasty and senile is the word i use so hey, was ted fired or what what happened there was he fired from from tmj no ted was the bucks he was a bucks employee okay the Bucks moved on. They wanted something well, different. I, I kind of agree with what Cohen's saying, too. The Bucks do not have the best way of letting go of employees. Larry Drew was not a good one. Johnny Mack. What happened to Johnny well, Mack? Ted, Ted can be upset that he lost his job. I mean, he can absolutely be upset about that. But the other way to spin it would be that he walked out on top. It's right. not like he was 45 years old yeah. and did something and got, like, canceled. Like, Ted's Ted 
Ted may have retired the year after. I mean, he's he's at retirement great, age. He had a great career, too. He, was he a great had a long player. career. He just said 37 <laughs> years, and he, go, he goes out on top with an NBA championship. I mean, use that as your brand. It's the Donald Driver, uh, you know, corollary or whatever we call these things. Donald Driver had a chance to play with the Vikings. Yeah. But instead, he goes, no, that's going to hurt me long term. I'll be viewed a different way. And now the guy's out doing the softball game. He's doing zero in Wisconsin. He's at Quick Trip. He's got his own cousin subs. That probably doesn't happen to the level it is if he goes with the Vikings. So he took a situation and thought long-term, just like my guy, Adrian Griffin, who was told he wasn't going to be a buck, and then thought, I could keep playing, maybe go overseas, or I got this coaching job offered to me. I could be a coach long-term. Some people think long-term, some think short-term. And I'll sympathize with Ted to an extent because I am staying, I, I think short-term. Because I, I say sh- even tonight on tonight's show, hold yourself a lot of thing. things that I'm like, fuck, I probably shouldn't have said that. Well, if I want a job right back, guys. Okay. All right, Ron. Yeah, I'll sure. Kind of back what you're saying here. But 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 I'm thinking I am thinking short term. I'm thinking what's gonna keep this relevant. I'm not thinking about my next thing. But if I was retired, true, the last thing I would try to do, the last thing I would want to do is to have a career where I was one thing to everybody. Like, I'm still the same old dick that I was before. It's just now I say fuck sometimes, right? I don't think that the, the personality's really changed, okay? But some of these guys, they lose their job, and then they're like, I can break the shackles. I've actually been a dick this whole time, and now I want to be one. Instead of us, like, like Brett and Tosa probably grew up watching Dan Needles for 30 years. And then Dan retires, and then Brett says something, and Dan says, Son, he's getting son. You're not welcome to the adults table. Like, why would I just don't understand why you would do that? So, so does, well, that's my piece on it. Does Brett, I got a couple questions. Does Brett's new baby now have a grandfather in Dan Needles? Yeah. Cone, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm I'm blocked by Dan Needles and Q, which is interesting. I'm you the, blocked you. I'm also blocked by Q. Well, I know I can block Tony, but I won't talk about it. Okay. Uh, Lois says petition to get Tim Shea back. Hey, Lois. Tomorrow morning, Lois, I do 30 minutes with Tim Shea. It'll be on YouTube. Tim's a star. Who is that? Driver. Hell yeah. Donald Driver, baby. Double D. Anti-Ted Davis. Yeah. The Um, anti-Ted Davis, as Bart would say. To one more thing, a lot of commercials, a lot of promos. Mm-hmm. One more thing on the media people: Andrew Wagner is the only person that can play that senile bit really, really well. So credit to Andrew; he's been he's been on fire lately. I that guy, Conan McGuire's. You did? Yeah, he was when I was in town. I'm gonna hook up with Wags for a something soon. So when you, are you guys now? When you guys go at it, is that just all banter or is that serious? You need no. your fireside chat. Uh, you want me to speak for real? Yeah, wait, does Wagner, because Wagner and Park go at it, and I don't know if that's real or not. Wagner's been, like, the nicest guy to me in this whole industry. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. I mean, he's, he, and we, I think we realize quickly, like, we're both kind of, like, pricks. Same guy. So we got along in that regard. Um. But yeah, Wagner, it was funny. He was posting on Facebook. It like he uh 
He, he, was, he doesn't cover the Brewers anymore. And then he had to go fill in and do AP over the weekend. And he, on Facebook, he's like, back to this hellhole where I hated the last six years of my life. And everyone's like, Wagner, what do you mean? He goes, oh, yeah, I've always hated you fucking people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But he's still got, I don't know, it's different. Whatever. Yeah, he's, Bart, he's did you set a date for your, like, Bart Winkler meetup? Uh, I'm going to go to the game on the 23rd of August. That will be a Brewers Day game against the Twins. I thought about buying a bunch of cheap tickets and handing them out. Not sure I'm going to do that. But I wonder, can I, like, rent the Miller Lite deck or some shit? Is that tickets? That's probably more expensive than buying 400 level tickets. Shay would know. Ask Shay. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be like, Hey, it's, you know, hey, I got 25 people to come here, and then we're next to fucking Miss Keith or sixth grade class. <laughs> <laughs> it's the summer. The kids are out of school. I don't know. Kids go to school earlier and earlier every year, it seems. And wh- why are they getting dumber? I don't know. You know, in Japan, they go year-round. Because they yeah. weren't for two years. They're kicking our ass and everything. Mm-hmm. They go year-round. Anything else for really you to school? Yeah, yeah, otherwise... Father kicking our ass now. Jeez, all the foreigners taking over. They grab five times as many engineers per year as the U.S. Really? China does, yeah. China. Anything else going on? Um, I know this isn't like a big Badger podcast, but I'm kind of excited about the Luke Fickle era. Oh, we this is a Badger podcast. Uh, bandwagon, Bart. Come on, Badger football. Call you are a real one. You are. Hey, real... I think it's gonna be pretty cool, man. LA and stuff. It's gonna be like old Rose Bowls. I'm gonna. I love it. I've got a Mordecai future bet for the Heisman at like some ridiculous amount. I yeah, I can't play that here because it's, Wisconsin can't do college sports on your own team. I can't do a future on the Badgers here. Yeah, same here in New Jersey. I can't bet on Rutgers or Seton Hall or St. Anthony's or any other. I cost you a lot of money back in your day, a lot of missed opportunities. Oh yeah, man. I would. Well, I just I have offshore books too, so I. Cone, I almost considered about doing a Badger post game show. Really? That would be cool. Might be hard. Oh, for uh, for football coming up. I mean, I'm, I'm in, I love college football. Yeah, you do. Just make a, like a, a post football, college football show. Maybe I'll do my top 25 every week. There you go. You could Some live. Guy in the, in the, in the comments hates Cohen and says, compare their populations. You dumb fuck bag head. That's Matt. That's Matt. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, MC says, I was going to put $100 on the Brewers to win the World Series at Pato, but it wasn't available. What's up with that? This is, the, this is a classic. Uh, this, is, this is a great situation. Pato, for the first time ever, decided not to cost somebody money. And they're actually helping you out. They're actually closed today for renovations, believe it or not. How is the sports book operation there? Uh, it's good. The, the, the issue that I've had is when you want to cash in your ticket, the people that cash your ticket out are the same people that take bets from people. And most average Americans go to the window, like not the window, but the machine. 
but some of these old guys come with their fucking poker visor ads and their pen and last Friday's newspaper and are circling shit. And it takes them 25 minutes just so I can cash out a $60 bet I had on bucks minus four, you know? That's tough. Yeah, yeah. The Beer Baron says Badgers basketball is better than Badgers football. I disagree with that, but Badgers basketball did sign a four-star point guard, ESPN top 100 dude from Minnesota. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, he looks good. He, looks he good. probably played on Tony's AAU team, man. No, I mean. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, the AAU circuit, man, down here. Is How's my guy Bryson doing? Hey, I got to say, okay, I don't, I don't talk about that. This is about a lot, but Bryson was awesome this weekend. His, I told his dad, he's got a chance to go to college, man, and keep that up. He can play in college. Why don't you pipeline his ass to UW-Milwaukee? He, he definitely has got Panther material written all over you him. You know, Panther fans are worried that Lundy's going to leave already. They should be. The Charlotte 49ers, uh, got, their coach left, and Lundy's, like, from that area. Uh-oh. Bring back. Yeah, Panther, fan, Panther fans are – they are not in a good space right now. <laughs> hey, but it gives you a new episode if there's a new head coach because you can just interview them. Yeah, but I, I was kind of getting a little rapport with Lundy. Like, I saw him in real life once. And we talked. Best yeah. friend. Got so, sick. All right. And if Lundy, like, if, like, you know, you want to meet these guys at UW and hope, like, they turn into fucking – what's his name? Bruce Pearl? Yeah. And then you're like, hey, I know Bruce Pearl. Otherwise, he turns into Laval Jordan, who's calling games for FS2. Like, come on. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> Hey, so well, far, that, I, go ahead, well, Ron, Ron, Ron. Ron, I was going to say really quick, just for you, Ron. It's like you and I. We grew up with Chris Hero hooping it up yes. in Dallas, and all of a sudden, his kid. I mean, Chris was a good ball player too. Could have gone to yes, he was. And you know, he, he was always really nice to me. I know he went to the bathroom in the wrong bathroom, but he was always cool with me. And, and then his kids in the NBA. Go figure. Yeah, I mean, like everyone, you know, that's Chris Hero's claim to fame is that he went to the wrong bathroom, but. You know, he was, you know, he probably had a few beers in him or whatever. The line yeah. was too long. I don't know. I mean, I see women do it all the time. Women always go into the men's bathroom, you know, and they get a pass, you know. So, whatever. I I guess well, I'm going to defend him because I grew up with him and I played high school basketball with him. So, but he's a good guy and um, his son's in the NBA. And quite frankly, you know, you were, you, Tony, you had mentioned earlier that all the, all the Caucasian players in the NBA are from Europe. And, you know, Chris Hero is probably one of the best Caucasian American players. Sparky uh, in, in Bart's old uh, station would always say, like, there's no, like, Caucasian American players. And Tyler Hero is one of the best ones out there, man. I mean, the guy won six man of the year. He averages over 20 points a game. He's got a pretty hey, complete cut you game. Off? We have boots on the ground. All right. What does that mean? We're yeah. worldwide right now. I've got Ron in Jersey, Cone in Phoenix, Tony in Texas, Marcus in Denver. Whoa! Wow. Denver corresponded. I'm a little late to the party. I should have called when I was downtown at the the craziness, but it was starting to go a little south, so we left. Oh shit! What happened? Were there gunshots fired? Like, yeah, people, we had gunshots at our party. You, yeah, people kept, yeah, definitely no uh, Milwaukee 13 people getting shot, that's for sure. But uh, 
there's like these all these people were like hanging on the the light poles and then they just drop and fall into the crowd and then the next guy would go up on the light pole and just drop into the crowd and it was pretty crazy a lot of fireworks a lot of people i wanted the heat to win so i was a little upset i wasn't enjoying myself that much but you got to be in the thick of it you went down there to see what would happen yeah i'll send you a video of uh the pole uh, I don't have – I have people on the pole, not of the guys jumping off the pole, though. Hmm. But did you guys have uh, the National Guard at, at in Milwaukee? There's, like, full-on military Humvees. Everybody's suited up, SWAT teams. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, there was, there were, yeah, there was, there was a lot of that, yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry I don't have all the action on my phone. I probably should have called, like, 20 minutes earlier, but uh, I got to work in the morning, so – no, 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 no. Is that's... it me, but does Marcus look like Joe Zenzola? Exactly. I was going to say the same thing, man. Oh, geez. These guys are partying. I can't even hear you right now. What? Are, where, is it just some house? Yeah, just some apartment. Go in there. Yeah, go in there. Crash. <laughs> Crash. Look at it. Let me see. Can I flip this? Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Beware of dog. Beware of dog. Rottweiler's going to why do I flip this camera around? What the fuck? Right, this is my Bart. first time on the stream. Right, sorry, Bart. You're leaving, Cone. See you, buddy. See you, guys. Hey, Cone. Hope that cut on your knee heals up, brother. What's up, Marcus? Nothing. I was just talking to Cone. Um, but, yeah, I just wanted to chime in. I probably called at the worst time. I should have called while I was down there. But uh, big fan, Bart. Well, big fan of you. I'm trying. You've been a long time part of the festivities. Long, long time. I think the first episode I listened to was February 2018. So just just surpassed my five years of fandom. Well, good. That's That gave us two years for Chuck and I to work out our kinks. I mean, they were still there, <laughs> but Jesus, those first two years. like uh, Marcus, do you live in Denver like permanently? Yes, sir. I lived in Colorado for 10 years, 11 years, but I've only lived, I lived in Breckenridge for eight or nine, and I lived in Denver for three. So we have a question for you. MC is actually asking a topic that we talked about earlier. How would you rank the fandom, Rockies, Broncos, Avs, Nuggets? Wow, Ron, now that's a co-host. Oh, Rockies are definitely last. Okay. See, that's what I said. Yeah, someone told me they draw thirty-five a game. Yeah, I'd I'd say Broncos are definitely number one. I yeah. said that too. Um, would you say Abs number two? Nuggets, Abs. I'd probably say Abs number two, and then Nuggets. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because they've won two. Both teams have won championships now in the past two years, so a lot of fair weatherness. So it's kind of hard to judge. But I mean, even through the hard times. Avs definitely had more fans than the Nuggets. Nuggets definitely is, I don't know. I'd say, yeah, Broncos, Avs, Nuggets, Rockies. Wow. They, what, uh, about, what about our teams? Packers, one. Who's two? Packers, Brewers, Bucks. Yeah. On a oh, state yeah. level. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd think with my heart on that one and not my brain. Um, I, well, growing up, I went from – I went from – I might have been Brewers first for a while. Brewers was number one with me, Bart. It was number one with me because I came up through in the early 80s. I've typically, I've always been Brewers pack, 
I've been Packers Brewers Bucks until I moved here full time. Bucks took over. See, I was Brewers Bucks Packers because the Packers the Packers sucked in the eighties. You know that. Trey Young tweeted tonight. We next ring emoji trophy emoji. Uh, <laughs> you're lying. He did not. He tweeted it. Yeah. Oh my. Hey God. Marcus, you ever been to Swankies? How many oh, yeah. times? That's exactly where I was just at. Oh wow. Fuck yeah. Small world, man. Ron, you know it all. <laughs> yeah, Uh-oh. did you hear that? What was that? That was some drunk lady yelling, go nuggets. Hey, no, can you go yell at the top of your lungs like repeat? <laughs> no, I'm yell too, some shit. I'm, I'm too sober for that. No, I don't care. That's even better. Yo, <laughs> give me buckets. Go Bucks! <laughs> Nothing? Did you hear me? I heard you. Oh, no. I got nothing. I'm about to walk past the lady that was dog was yapping at my dog super loud, so I'm going up the stairs. We got to get a Bucks Nugget run. Dude, that's – oh, man. This was the hey, year for that part. If we got that far, we would have even had a chance. I think we would have lost. To this Nuggets team? Yeah. With Bud as the coach? Yes, Bud. And we have home court. Yeah. So, Marcus, are there a lot of – Okay, I'll say we would have lost. I think so, too. So, if the Bucks played the Nuggets, we so that means we get – that means they get their cakewalk. We got through the Heat. We got through the Knicks. We got through Boston. Right. Bud's still the coach. We played this team with Jokic. Giannis against Jokic. Middleton's healthy. Brooke, Drew. I think – I think Drew would have locked down Jamal Murray for yeah, sure. Yeah, if Monty covers Murray, who's covering the show? Brooke? Minimum it goes six. Brooke. We have home court. Probably goes seven. Mm, tough. It would have been a good finals. A lot better than this one. This one would, it could turn into a great finals if the Heat won tonight. Or if ESPN gave a shit about promoting their product. Right. And there were probably... I mean, Two good games in this finals, and you're right about the ES. ES, I hate ESPN for all these big games, man. They just suck. I think the Heat should get some credit, though. They had no hero, no Oladipo. This is what I'm sipping on, Bart. You know about this? Some Mexican apple soda. Beer Baron says, this has been an elite episode. Gives credit to Ron in Jersey. Ron. How do I turn this camera around, Bart? Hey, whoa, another human. You know there's so, another oh, no person by me went away. There was another person by me just went away. Yeah, he just he evaporated, man. Down a man. In there. Is that on purpose? Is it, you know this person? Oh, he's back. He's back. Who's by you? Help <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Oh, oh that's my wife. Oh, hi, hi, hi. Let me see if I can uh I'm gonna try to play this video for you. For me? I I can't flip this camera around. Oh, okay. Oh. What was that last part? 
That was my wife sitting on my shoulders. Oh. I want to see the people falling off, man. I, I only off. have that in my brain, unfortunately. Oh, that's only in your brain. Yeah. Now I went to solo and I don't know how to go back. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I was like staring at myself. I was like, damn, did I fuck something up here? No, shit. Hold on. Oh, All right, Marcus. You're in I, charge now. Run the show, dude. All right. Here's my Antetokounmpo jersey hanging up. There's nice. my skateboards. There we go. You know, <laughs> Brazil flag for my wife. Ooh, Brazilian wife. I like that. Yeah. Does she speak yeah. Portuguese? Yep. Yep. Nice. Follow Portuguese. Prove it, Mrs. Marcus in Denver. Ele fala, você fala Portuguese. Eu? Sim. Sim, você fala. Oi, tudo bem? Nice, dude. Get a drop in Portuguese for that Bart Winkler show, a little promo in Portuguese. Oh, I'd yeah, probably have to. Up. I don't know how to say that. Happy place Hey, how do you say bucks and six in Portuguese? Buck, bucks and six. What's the intensity? Bucks and six. Same in Portuguese. I don't know what this book is. Bucks, my team. Doing well for yourself. In six. Books and books and six. Books and six. Books and six. It's not that cool. So no, it sounds Spanish. I could have fucking told you that. All right, hey, there are a lot of like stoner drum circles. No, you ain't leaving now. Me? Oh shit. Bet. What's up with the Brewers, man? We got swept by the A's. Did we already talk about that. Am I too late? Mm-mm. No, we didn't talk about the Brewers uh, since I've been on. I went on the Rays to beat the A's today. I don't even. I didn't even look at that. The A's played today. Yeah, they they played the the Rays, the Tampa Rays. Oh yeah, was a, that's on, in Oakland. Who won? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. I bet on the Rays to win on the run line minus Ooh, one and a half. It's four three Oakland in the ninth. They're gonna go on a nine game winning streak. If the Rays, if the Rays lose to Oakland, the the Rays are the best team in the league. Oakland keeps winning. This series is gonna be like it's gonna look better. It's gonna be like when the Bucks lost to the Heat. Everyone thought that what a disaster it was. But now Oakland's going to go in there and beat the Rays, and it's not going to be that bad. Everyone cool out. They're making that pitch to Vegas. They're saying, see, we can win games if we want. If we got a contract on the line, we'll knock a few out. Marcus, uh, you're currently, according to the comments, the fifth favorite person in here. We're all in a tie for five, and it looks like your wife is number one. In- <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Hey, that's fine. All right, well, I'm going to wrap up the show. Marcus. All right, I'm going to hop off here, Bart. Sorry I didn't Dude, call you like 20 you, minutes earlier. No, I'm great. It's good to see you. Yeah, you as well. Come on out. to Hey, that, that Packer trip you were going to take to Vegas, take it no, to Denver. No, we're going to Pittsburgh now. Oh, damn. My pops is coming out for that in October, so – I'll try to get some boots on the ground footage for you then, too. Good. We'll need it. All right. Have a good night, y'all. Peace. buddy. You too? Well, hey, Bart, uh, before I leave, the NBA season's over with. You know, it's kind of sad to see. Um, What's the schedule like for the the live shows during the summer? Are you just going to pop it in on us, or what are you going to do here? Uh, That's a good question. So I need to find a way to come up with more Packer-related content. 
because that's that's what hits. That's what hits. Steve the Homer True figured that out a long time ago, man. He used to do the, like uh, here the I am trying to be the Bucks guy, and it's like then the Bucks lose in the first round. When should I come on next? I I don't know. Uh, you know what? The Monday things have been working out good. Do we even have a, a, a first round draft pick for the Bucks? Can we even do a play uh, preview for the NBA draft? Well, when is the draft? <laughs> it's coming up a week or two. I think we traded like seven second round picks for uh, that Marquette oh, dude. Draft next week. Oh Jesus Christ! Guess what? 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 Madison that night. Oh, it looks like hey Ron, we'll do an after dark. Preview. No, he's 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 not frozen. Oh, Ron, what happened? I I work in Madison that night. Oh man. Well, what do the Bucks pick? Late as fuck. I don't think they have a pick, do they? Yeah, aren't they like hundred and three? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Bucks well, twenty twenty three draft. No, let me answer your question. Are you leaving me? No, I well, I just want to know when 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 you're gonna broadcast next live. Well, I would like to do the NBA draft, but I just realized I worked that night in Madison and I wouldn't get home until 10.45. Hey, let me ask you this. Would you ever do like what Johnny Carson used to do if Joe and Rivers back in the day, maybe have a Tim Shea host the Bart Winkler show? Sure. That'd be fun. I could do a show maybe driving home. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Tim Shea style, man. He does it all the time. Taxi cab confessions with Shay. Ron, you want to guest host the Bucks draft? Sure, man. I don't know shit about the Bucks draft, but I'll guest host. All right. So we've been, I've been doing Monday lives, right? Yeah. Let me stick to that for the next three weeks. Okay. Bucks, uh, the Brewers play the next three Mondays. Oh, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do July third though. Probably. No. No. I'll do the next two Mondays, and then I could do a draft show, but at like ten forty at night. I'll tune into that. I'll I'll get in. I mean, I'm gonna tape one anyway, so I might as well do it live to see if anyone's awake. Isn't like the, the like guy who's supposed to be drafted number one supposed to be the next like LeBron or something? No, he's supposed to be the first victor. Yeah, yeah whatever. Like he's just yeah, yeah, but you're right. Yeah. And who's who who has that pick? Spurs. Spurs. Oh wow. Pop. Is Pop still coaching them? He is. People forget. He's getting old, man. Yeah, so I do an MLB All-Star game live on the 11th of July. Well, I like that'll the home be, run. Be cool. Home run derby would be better, Bart. Home run derby live? Yeah. Should I do a home run derby watch party? with the Brewers have anyone in it? <sighs> no. Let Anderson be in it. Will Owen Miller be in the home run derby? Will they have, well, will they have any All-Stars? Who's their All-Star this year? The Brewers? Yeah, uh, Devin. Dev- oh, yeah, okay, good call, Devin. Well, that but that's I think the, the Brewers. Yeah, I think the Brewers' Twitter account tweeted out that Weimer was going to go for you know vote for him for the All Star game, man. 
No, they said rookie of the year, and then or rookie of the year. Someone said this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I I did like your interview with the guy, the the guy from the the minor leagues, the David Blake. Yeah, yeah, good dude. I liked the interview. I enjoyed it this morning. I enjoyed it too. That was a really good dude, interview. Dude, that kid is going places. Yeah. yeah. It, how'd you find that guy? I worked. I were I filled in for him one game last year for the Doc Spiders for Fond du Lac. And so that's what I did right away was I the guy the guy because I know the guy the Doc Spiders. He's like, hey, my guy can't fill. My can't. He's graduating. So can you do a game? I go absolutely. Uh, I actually took a day off from the fan to do it. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, let me listen to what he sounds like. And I was like thinking that he was going to suck ass. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. It's good as shit. <laughs> He's good. He's good, man. Hey, good. Yeah, it was a good interview. I like the Jackson Cheerio comments. And what did he, I mean, what's his feel about Cheerios? Do you feel like he's going to be the real deal? Or what, what, what's the vibe you got from him? Yeah. Yeah, Churro's the real deal. Real deal? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then one of the guys we talked about, Abner Uribe, I think he got called up now since we started talking. So, yeah. Mark, that you got to bring back uh, that Mark Murphy skit, man, that you do. Oh, I fucking hate that guy. Evil Mark Murphy? I don't want to do that anymore. Mark Murphy, man. I oh, love I love that. Mark Murphy. I'm, I'm a Mark Murphy honk now. Well, you know, I think he's good, like maybe like a quarterly thing. You're right. I- I'm with you on that one, Ron. Well, I think he does a once a month uh, email answer, and that's when Bart would. You know, how about this? How about I get Mark Murphy on? Yeah, that's not going to happen. Why not? Um, I-, I don't know. So we're getting, believe it or not, we're getting close to the year anniversary of me starting this. Wow. And I'm going to try to get some big, big names. Including get Chris like, Hero on, man. Yeah, I could get Chris Hero on. Call, call Chris right now and say sorry, man. Tony, call him. Oh, I can't. I'm I'll not, call I'm, him. I would. It's my phone right there. Should I call him? Yeah. Call, call Tyler Hero's dad? No, we get yeah, some, some good live contact, man. I'll, I'll call have... him right now. Yeah, call him. Say why All right, you... I'll call him. He's not going to pick up, but I'll call him. He might. Why didn't didn't Tyler play? I'll put it on speaker. I'm going to post this clip online if it hits. Hi, you reached voicemail of Chris Hill. He's unable to get to the phone. Please leave a message, and he'll get back to you as soon as possible. That's a mailbox. I cannot accept any messages at this time. He has his wife answer his uh, message, his voice message. That's his wife's voice. That's pretty funny. His voice mailbox is full. Yeah, man. A lot of people calling about Tyler. Like, why wasn't he playing tonight, man? Yeah, like I had over on four and a half points. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> people are pissed off, dude. I should be. All right, boys. Good show. Thanks for being here. Peace, Bart. Next time. Peace, man. See you, Ron. Yep. Catch you later, Tony. Take care. Bye-bye. Guys are naturals. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.